personal growth, your spirituality, and I am your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive artist, Nicole Bowman, and I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of the show this evening. Um, Tonight's show is all about a healer's journey, surviving sexual assault, and really moving forward with your life after you've experienced tragedy, after you've experienced a spiritual violation. So we're going to talk about that and, and much more tonight, but before we do, I just want to begin by opening in prayer. So I now surround us with the light of the Holy Spirit. I call on the energy of the one true living God 
And I ask that I be a vessel for the one true living God to, to, to speak, to help people heal, um, to give people clear, accurate, loving information that will help them move past this pain and will allow them to move into a bright future. That is my prayer and affirmation, and it's so. Amen. Okay, so once again, I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of Live the Light tonight. Um, and you can definitely show your support for the show in a variety of ways. If you're listening from Blog Talk Radio, whether that be on your computer or your phone, you can click the follow button. And, of course, you can always download episodes to listen on demand. Um, and you can definitely um, follow the show, as I said before. And uh, every little bit helps. You know, when you share an episode on your social media, when you tell your friends about the show, that really helps the show to grow and build. So any level of support that you as a listener are willing to give, um, I, I greatly appreciate it, and I thank you for it. So I would love to do uh, tonight's show um, because there's so much going on in the news about sexual assault, sexual violence, you know, and, and people coming forward after many years of staying silent. And what we're really seeing, not just in Hollywood, but, but in our everyday lives, is the covers being pulled off of the lies, the covers being pulled off of things that were in secrecy for many years, you know. And obviously, it is not just women who are sexual assault victims. It is not just girls who are sexual assault victims. Men and boys are victims as well, you know. And, and so we, we kind of ask this question, how do I move from a place of being a victim to a victor? How do I move from this place of feeling broken to being a survivor? And so that's what I want to talk a little bit about tonight and I want to share with you. You know, one of the, the big things uh, that I do want to say just across the board for all survivors who are listening is this is not your fault. It was not your fault. Um, the vast majority of the time I experienced it in my own life and I've experienced it with many people I've read for over the years and just many people I know who have gone through sexual assault or sexual violence. Nine times out of ten, they knew their attacker, and nine times out of ten, the attacker waited until the perfect situation where the victim was vulnerable and could not fight back. So whether that meant getting you alone, whether that meant lulling you into a sense of comfort so you wouldn't suspect anything, whether that meant ingratiating themselves into your family or friends um, so that people would not believe you, there's a certain level of calculation and deception. You know, and I feel like that's something that's often not talked about very much. And so as survivors, we look back and ask ourselves, well, what could I have done differently? Was I dressed a certain way? Was I asking for this? And the answer is absolutely not. Rape, molestation, all forms of sexual assault and sexual violence are not about desire. They are about power. Because you have to remember, in, in, in the course of our world and our history, sadly, rape is a tool of war. Right. Um, and we can think about just our United States of America. When coming to the United States of America, one of the things that European settlers would do immediately is they would rape the women and they would kill the men. And, and in a lot of cases, they would rape the women in front of the men to say, I'm in control. I'm the dominant one. You know, I, I've, I've read and heard some horrific stories about um, Native American female ancestors who actually fill their, their vaginal area was sand because they didn't want to allow themselves to be raped and violated by European settlers, right? So I'm saying all this to say that we live in a culture that has made strength synonymous with denigrating and dominating and subjugating other people. So th this is why 
This is what rape is about. And I've seen it across the board. The vast majority of the time, um, people who are violated, they are not weak people. They tend to be strong people. They might be in a weakened state. They might be going through something difficult. But, but, but just like an animal will pray, uh, so will a human being, right? And, and, and these people that do this, a lot of times they're, they're repeat offenders. They may not have been convicted, but they've done this many times to many women, many boys, many girls, many men. They usually will do it again, and they are very calculated, and they're very practiced. And one of the things that I, I was thinking about a lot, and I think is a major issue in our society, we study the victims, but we don't study the predator. And the reason we don't study the predator is because we have created a world where predatory behavior is celebrated. We've created a world where if you bully people, you call people names, um, if you don't share what you have, you know, you're relegated to the level of a king or a queen or a celebrity. Um, we don't value kindness anymore. You know, we don't value humility anymore. So, you know, if you look out just in the world in terms of celebrity, in terms of politics, um, when you're looking at the people who supposedly seem to be winning, so to speak, a lot of times these people are on the offense. You know, a lot of times these people are behaving like bullies. Their behavior is violent. Their words are violent. You know, um, how they carry themselves is violent, and yet we're celebrating that. And so we really have to get back to a place where we ask ourselves for real, like, what is strength? What is strength? You know, and I, I definitely feel the only way that we as a society are really going to do that and really going to get there is we have to start talking about this. We have got to stop blaming the men, the women, and the children who are being raped and assaulted and telling them, well, if you dress differently or if you wear your hair differently or if you do something differently, this won't happen to you. Because the truth of the matter is we've made it very safe and very easy for predators to continue because a lot of times people don't believe the victims. You know, we have many pieces of legislation that are more in favor of the rapist than they're in favor of the person who's accusing them. So you have rapists who they, they know, even if the case goes to trial, and the vast majority of the time they do not, but even if this case goes to trial, they're going to do minimal jail time. You know, they're going to do six months, three months. You know, they might even just do probation. And that really is the norm, you know. And so I think we have to talk a little bit more about predatory behavior and I think we have to talk a little bit more about evil. And I know that a lot of people, specifically people within New Age communities, the New Age thinking, do not like to subscribe to this idea of good and evil. But I'm here to tell you from personal experience, evil does exist. Now, luckily, good also exists. And luckily, that gray area exists, that neutral area exists. But, you know, the thing that I've noticed about evil and observing it is that evil likes to hide right? It's actually not loud. It's not boisterous. It likes to hide and it infiltrates situations. It infiltrates people. It turns people against each other. It divides. You know, you can always tell when evil is in the midst because it divides. It subjugates. It dominates. It, it, it wants to create discord. Whereas when good love, when God is in the midst, it really brings people together and, and everybody feels uplifted and respected and supported. So I, I think the first thing is you know, if someone is raped and they come to you and say, this is what's going on with me, believe them. If you were raped or molested or sexually assaulted, um, definitely important to tell someone. And if you're able to, definitely important to get law enforcement involved. Now, I'm not saying 
that by getting law enforcement involved, your rapist is going to be prosecuted, right? I'm not even saying this. It really will go to trial. There'll be a conviction. But what you are doing is you are putting that person on the police officer's radar. And so when another person comes forward and then another and another and another, it builds, you know. Um, and, and for me personally, when I was sexually assaulted, I told. Now, in the short term, nothing came of it. But in the long term, it was a full circle moment where the person who violated me paid dearly. And I know that came from God. Right. And so you have to remember and understand that the universe sees everything. God sees everything. Right. And in my particular experience, I knew uh, quite with absolute certainty that the person who did this to me, because they knew that I was a spiritual worker, um, and so with the person who did this to me, they were really trying to change who I was. I would even go so far as to say that the energies and the spirits around them, coupled with their own negativity, were actually trying to get me to turn away from God or turn away from the great spirit. And of course, that wasn't going to happen. You know, I would never turn away from God. I've chosen God. I stand with God. And that's the way it is. But that was definitely by design. It was definitely by design. And there are a lot of people who are healers. There are a lot of people who are artists. There are a lot of people who have a lot to say that are here to make the world a better place who have been violated. And, and part of sometimes why possibly that person, you may say, why did they choose me over this person here? Um, they see your strength. They also see your divinity. And there is something in them that is very dark and very evil that wants to change that. And what I say very emphatically is don't let them be who you are, right? Um, but, but I will say this very clearly. These, these people, these individuals are predators, and they should be outed, right? Um, they should be outed. And a lot of times they're not. You know, we do it in hushed voices, and we'll say stay away from this person or don't go there or don't go to this place. But we actually need to start calling out this behavior and actually punishing this behavior because I can guarantee that um, – if sexual predators knew that there was going to be a hefty penalty for their behavior, they would think twice about doing it. You know, now for those who are, are are truly evil, of course they're going to try to get more cunning. But the thing about it is, let's make it harder for them to do this. Let's make it harder for them to violate people. Let's make it harder. Um, and definitely, let's stop telling victims that if you change the way you dress or you just think more positive, good feeling thoughts, this won't happen to you. You know, because that's simply not true. I know some very loving, kind, positive people who have been violated, and I strongly sense they were violated precisely because they had this beautiful light about them. And there was a jealousy and animosity from the predator that wanted to dominate that and wanted to snuff out that light. So, you know, I, I think if you know that someone is going around violating people or sexually harassing people or mistreating or bullying people speak up about it. You know, years ago when I was sexually assaulted and violated, I told, and I told as many people as I could what this individual did to me. And interestingly enough, not even, not even a week later, another woman came forward and pulled me to the side and said, you know what? He tried to do it to me too. I fought him off and I got away, but he tried to do to me exactly what he did to you. So, that's at least two of us who know that this person is a predator, right, and preys on people. And, and, and what I found from many of the survivors, both male and female, from many people I've read for who are survivors, it's kind of the same story. The vast majority of the time, their rapist has a reputation. 
They have a reputation for violating people. They have a reputation for bringing shame and pain and negativity into people's lives. It's very rare that, you know, this is just a one-time thing or, you know, they use the excuse it was a drunken night. I didn't know what I was doing. That's very rare, very rare. They're predators and they get more cunning, more calculated, and they get better at it with age. You know, and the only way to really stop this is to expose them and to expose this behavior and say, no more. It's not okay. So we've got to start speaking out. We've got to stop shaming women, girls, and boys and telling them, well, this is what you need to do to avoid getting raped. Because ultimately what you're, what you're basically saying is that to rape and violate people is normal. And so you just have to find a way to navigate through, you know, this, this part of society and, 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 and navigate through this thing. And it's not normal. It's not normal. Normal, well-adjusted, healthy people who are connected to God don't go around raping people. They don't go around violating people. They don't go around mistreating human beings and animals um, and the planet um, and, and thinking that that's good and thinking that's okay and they'll have no repercussion for it. These people are very sick. They're very depraved. They're very unwell. Um, they're very unwell, not just mentally, as, of course, many of them carry mental illnesses, but many of them carry spiritual illnesses. And we have made a it made it as a culture and a people very easy for rape to occur and for people to get off of it, you know, and to, 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 to get off and not be prosecuted. And so, you know, obviously things need to change with legislation, but I would say on a human face-to-face level, one of the big things that spirit makes me feel that we can immediately do is if you know somebody is being raped or assaulted or abused, speak out. If you know somebody has a reputation, speak out. Don't be silent. Okay, so um, that's what I feel led to say about that. We're going to go to a quick musical break, and then we'll come back with some final thoughts. But um, I do want to let you know, you are not alone. And uh, when we do come back, I'm also going to give you some resources to take a look at. Um, there, there are a number of ways to heal. There's not just one way. There's, there's many, many ways. So this is Live the Light, and um, my name is Nicole Bowen, Psychic, Medium, and Intuitive. We'll be back in just a second.
Well, if you are just tuning in, this is Live the Light, a show about personal growth through spirituality, and I'm your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive artist, Nicole Bowman, and the show is just winding down in a minute, um, but we spent um, the half hour talking about uh, my journey as a healer, uh, surviving sexual assault, and some thoughts and information that came through about those of you who are dealing with the scars of sexual assault and being able to move forward. Um, And one of the big things that you definitely need to do is you need to tell someone. And I think it's very important. You want to be very careful and selective with who you tell after something like this happens. You know, if you feel on any level in any way that the people you tell are judging you or questioning what you did, what you said, how you dressed, how you acted, kind of like inadvertently in a way telling you you did something to bring this on or deserve it, Those are not the type of folks you want to tell this to. You know, even within spiritual communities, if somebody says something like, well, this happened because you didn't use your intuition or something of that nature, uh, when when people say things like that, that could be very hurtful and, and very damaging, especially because they don't necessarily know the whole story. They don't know your whole story um, and, and, and what brought you to that point. So I would highly recommend connecting with a therapist, a trained therapist, or a trauma recovery coach. And I definitely think it's best to connect with a therapist, a trauma recovery coach who is a survivor themselves. You know, because a lot of times, survivor to survivor, you can kind of really sit down and, and share what's going on, and they will understand And in a lot of cases, survivor to survivor, we don't always even need words to understand what the other is going through. There is a very great trauma recovery coach named Bobby Parrish. Um, I've I've recommended her before. Her name is Bobby with an I-E, last name Parrish, like the parish of a church. Um, And you can can find her on the web. She's excellent. And I also recommend BetterHelp.com, which is um, an online support system. So it's online counseling. They also have counseling by phone. Um, and it's affordable counseling. And, and to be clear, connecting with a counselor, a therapist, trauma recovery coach, that is going to take a moment, right? You may go through a few counselors before you really find one that you think you connect with. But I think it's so important to feel your feelings and to deal with what has happened to you and, and not ignore it or gloss over it. Because one of the things that I did um, years ago when I was violated, I, 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 I definitely didn't deal with it emotionally right away. And then it came back later, and I was forced to deal with it later. And so, you know, if you can deal with it in the beginning, if you can deal with it right in that moment, if you can move towards your healing, deal with the rage, deal with the pain, whatever it is that you're experiencing, and be in a really safe space to shout and get that out, that's really going to help your healing process. It may even accelerate your healing process, you know. So so that's super important. And I just want to reiterate again, it is not your fault. For all the, the, the women, for all the girls, for all the boys, for all the men who have gone through this, this is not your fault. The person who did this to you is a predator. They are a predator. And, and you nine times out of ten, you are not the only one this happened to. Okay? So these individuals are very, very cunning. They're, you know, they're, they're very, very malicious. And they, they prey on and they count on the silence. Of people, they count on the silence of people, and they almost see what they're doing as practice with each person and the next person and the next person. So we have to start exposing them. We have to start calling them out. Um, it's very important to do that. And to be clear, I'm not saying put yourself in the way of physical danger and endangering your life in order to do so. But if you're in a position where you can call out this behavior and to, and say not okay, we need to do that. And especially 
the people who are not victims, who have not gone through this, we need you to stand by us as our friends, our family members, our partners, our clergy people. We need you to stand by us and call this out because there is strength in numbers. And if it is just the survivor, if it is just the victim trying to champion, that becomes a very lonely road. And that sends a lot of victims, that sends a lot of survivors down a road that they never come back from. You know, and so we could stop this today. Um, so I just want to end in a very quick prayer that I'm led to do. Um, this is a prayer for all of the survivors of sexual assault, both male and female, the women, the men, the children. I just surround you with the light of the Holy Spirit. And, and I pray that the shame, the pain, the instability of your attacker is removed from your mind, body, soul, spirit, and life. I pray that love and good things and good flow into you. I pray that you understand you are not what happened to you and you are going to move forward and you are stronger in spite of it. I pray that the attackers who have done this to you be exposed and the whole world know who they are. I pray that people see their true colors and I pray that you, I pray that you, the survivor, move on, move forward with your head held high and you do not carry their scars or their baggage. In the name of the one true living God and his Holy Spirit, amen. All right, you guys. Well, I love you so much. Have a great week. We'll be ne back next week, uh, Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more Live the Light. And uh, once again, know that you are loved beyond measure. <laughs>